Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading! Hey, my name is Bex and welcome to the Fun Kids Bookworms podcast. It's a busy one today. We're going to be chatting to the winner of the Carnegie Greenaway Award. That's Katya Barlin. We'll be catching up with Lucy Brandt, author of Leonora Bolt. And we've got some good recommendations of books that you could get your mitts on this month as well. So I suppose we should kick it all off. Let's have a little chat with Katya Barlin, shall we? She recently won the UK's longest running and best love book award, the Yoto Carnegie Greenaway Award. So let's have a little chat. I'm joined right now by, we can now say, award-winning author Katya Barlin. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. Now, I'm thrilled because uh, in case our listeners don't know, you just, uh, it was last week, right? You won the Yoto Carnegie Greenaway Award, right? I did, yeah. I'm so, I still can't quite believe it, but I'm so happy and excited and thrilled. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, you were my favourite, so I really wanted you to win. <laughs> oh, thank you. That means a lot, especially because the rest of the shortlist was just amazing. Incredible so. shortlist, but October, October was just it, one of those books when I read it, it really, really stood out for me. Where were you when you found out? Were you, was it at the award ceremony or was it beforehand when you found out you'd won? No, you do find out a bit before because you have to give a speech and I think it would be a bit mean to sort of let you know just then and then you have to speak for a couple of minutes I would have said some really stupid things so um, I found out I was actually I was on holiday in rural France with my mum and dad and I got a phone call and I had terrible signal and I couldn't quite hear what my publishers were saying but I sort of caught the word Carnegie and I thought are they telling me I've won or telling me I haven't won Um, it all became clear and then a muscle in my face just started twitching. <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, it's a big, big deal. Um, our listeners may not know the award as well, but it's 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 a really important one, right? It's a really great one to get in in your uh, in your arsenal under your belt. I think you know, for most children's writers, it's it's the award. It's been going so long, and it's been won by so many incredible writers that I think everybody who writes children's books dreams of of the Carnegie. So I can't quite believe it's come true. And tell me, what was the award ceremony like? Oh, it was, it was so fun. It was just wonderful to meet so many other writers and so many of the children who'd been part of the shadowing scheme. They were just the most switched on, bright, intelligent, articulate, engaged children I've met in a really long time. And it was such a joy to, to meet readers after so many years of not being able to. Yeah, having a kind of in-person event, uh, it's, it's still, for me, quite exciting when you get those events because they still feel a bit novel, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's brilliant to be out there and it's exhausting as well you're suddenly like oh my gosh I've just I've just spoken to 50 people and I haven't spoken to 50 people in you know the last two years um so it's absolutely fantastic to be back and it takes a little bit of adjusting to but I'm I'm so thrilled that 
we are and that these events can carry on hopefully now for the listeners who maybe don't know october october um again i genuinely do love this book whenever i'm in a bookshop and i see it i point it out to whoever i'm with and they're like all right vex like calm down it's not yours um but can you tell our listeners a little bit about it so october october is a book about an 11 year old girl called october who lives wild and off-grid in the woods with her dad so that means they make their own electricity via solar panels and they grow their own food and they just sort of look after the nature that is around them and she doesn't go to school um, and she sort of just learns from the world around her um, but one day everything changes and she has to leave the woods. Oh, that's such a good tease. That's so good. Hard not to give too much away. I always think about how many spoilers am I giving? It is tricky, but no, that was perfect. And um, so tell me, you must have some more books in the works. Would that be right? Yes. So my third middle grade novel has just come out. It's called The Light in Everything. And that came out this year in April. And I have a little novella, which is like a, a short book. Um, with Barrington Stoke called Birdsong and that's coming out in July and then next year I have a new book coming out which is about sisters and the wild and foxes and lost mothers and I have a little junior fiction series so for younger children coming out as well which is kind of related to October October because it's about a mudlarking club but they find magical things oh my god that's a lot of stuff you're you're a busy person Yeah, that took a lot of air to say all of that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm very lucky that I'm sort of allowed to carry on doing this because I really like doing it. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, I I guess we better let you go then. You've got so much on the cards. But um, congratulations again on winning the award. I'm sure many more will come to you. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for talking to us. Thanks for having me. Lovely to chat. We've also had a special exclusive chat with Jeremy and Sophia. They were shadowers at the award ceremony, who we had a little chat to, to find out more about their views on the winners and their favourite choices. I feel like October October really deserved to win the Carnegie Book Awards, as it is an amazing piece of literature and really encaptivates you when you read it and makes you sympathise with the main character October and all her problems which she faces. I think in... Midnight Funfair really deserved to win as the art was absolutely amazing and I loved the style of it and even though there were no words in the whole book I feel like the story was still present and you could see the characters and how they interact with the world that was made. Um, I'm Sophia from Old Palace of John Wick Gift School. Um, I really love the winning book October October. Um, I think I learned a lot from it, especially following October's journey and her emotions. How she does mudlarking and discovers objects, that's something I very much relate to, and inventing all these stories and her imagination, which keeps her going through everything. I really enjoyed Tsunami Girl, as it was my favourite book from the shortlist. It combined art, the manga art style and settings to make an amazing book, and it took place in both Japan and England, and I feel like it really worked, and it it meshed organically the two different places without them seeming forced or like really like rash and it actually worked really well together and the characters in them were really easy to sympathize with i feel like they were really well developed so you could really feel the word fleshed out and you can like really read it and get a feel for the world Okay, we also heard from Lucy Brandt this week. She dropped us a little note to tell us all about her brand new book. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name's Lucy Brantz, and I'm the author of Leonora Bolt's Secret Inventor and Deep Sea Calamity, um, published by 
Puffin and illustrated by Gladys Jose. Uh, I wrote Leonora Bolt to encourage more kids to become budding scientists, engineers and inventors. And I'll tell you a little bit more about Leonora. She's basically a little girl with a huge imagination who lives on faraway Krabby Island. She spends all day up in her workshop making crazy cool inventions. Things like rocket pyjamas, magnetic cheese, musical socks, that sort of thing. Um, She's got no other company except her nervous pet otter, Twitchy Nibbles, the world's worst cook, Mildred Dribble, and her mean old uncle who's um, keeping lots of secrets from her. Now, in book one, Leonora has to basically invent her way off Krabby Island, use all her ingenuity. And in book two, she has to journey to the very bottom of the ocean on a dangerous quest to find her family. Thanks to Twitchy's incredibly sensitive whiskers, she knows that there's something strange happening under the waves. Deep Sea Calamity also includes um, glowing squirrels, some really terrifying sweeties from Mildred, um, a homemade submarine, village busybodies and some very mysterious occurrences beneath the waves. Leonore also has to work with a top secret organisation called the Society of Ingenious Geniuses to defeat her uncle's very dastardly world domination plans. Uh, I really hope you enjoy the story, um, enjoy reading it as much as I've enjoyed writing it. Happy reading and happy inventing. And remember that nothing is impossible if you use your imagination. Hello, everyone. I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading! Oh, lovely stuff now. Doesn't that sound pretty awesome? And if you're thinking, oh, I quite like the sound of Leonora Bolt's Deep Sea Calamity, well, quite handy for you because Lucy also sent us a reading. Leonora Bolt, Deep Sea Calamity, Chapter 1, A Little Test Run. It was one of those glorious September days when it feels like summer will never end. The sky was a giddy cartoon blue, the breeze was warm and smelled faintly of bonfires, and the countryside all around the little village of Snorbury-on-Sea glowed gold, as if King Midas himself had sneezed everywhere. It was the perfect day to launch a submarine out of a tree. Okay, let me see. Batteries are fully charged, rudders are in position, periscope is down. Leonora Bolt muttered instructions to herself as she flicked switches on the large control panel in front of her. She was sitting inside the cabin of her six-metre homemade deep-sea explorer, the Aquabolt. It was wedged precariously in the remains of the treehouse at number five Primrose Lane. Air pressure, check. Fuel levels, check. Otter seatbelt. Oh, no, hang on. Perched on a cashmere cushion beside Leonora was her pet otter, Twitchy Nibbles. His bright eyes fixed her with a look of dismay, his nostrils flared. Leonora leaned over and tickled the pale bib of fur beneath his chin with her oily fingers. Then she strapped him in. Hey, don't worry, Twitch, this'll be a piece of cake. Twitchy let out a low, harumphing growl and buried his head beneath his paws as Leonora completed her last-minute inspections. As she adjusted valves and clicked dials, she could feel excitement fizzing away inside her like a jacuzzi full of sherbet. 
Everything was ready for the test run. She calculated all the angles and velocities. She'd rehearsed the route 327 times in her mind. The wind speed was low and the tide was high. This was going to be absolutely perfect. Leonora couldn't afford any more mishaps. Last night, when she'd been in the submarine up in the treehouse experimenting with ultraviolet light, she'd made all the local squirrels glow in the dark. They lit up the little garden like Christmas lights. Of course she'd turn the UV off again the moment she'd realised, but what if the neighbours had seen? It was a silly mistake. A close call. She had to be more discreet. It's now time for some honourable mentions, a few books for you to check out this week. First up, we're going to recommend M.T. Khan, a new book, Nora and the Immortal Palace. It's a kind of Aru Shah and the End of Time meets Studio Ghibli's Spirited Away situation. Uh, in it, we meet Nora. She's got to earn some money, support her family and help everyone out. But there's a local rumour that says there's buried treasure nearby. Will she find it and change her family's life forever? There's also Carnival of the Hunted by Kieran Larwood. Uh, the first figure raises his crossbow in this book, tilting his head to pinpoint the exact position of the thing in the bushes. It stopped running now. It's muttering something. Some kind of a prayer. A call for its mother, maybe. Anyone who might help it. Something sinister is about to happen. That sounds pretty good, right? Uh, and finally, uh, over to you by Roger McGough. Brand new collection for children from everyone's favourite Roger McGough. He's a poet, he's a writer, he's a broadcaster, and it's a pretty awesome collection of words that he has created for you. So lots of things for you to check out this month. And that is pretty much it for Bookworms. Uh, thank you so, so much to Lucy Brandt and to Katya Barlin and to Jeremy and Sophia. We'll be back super soon. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, remember, like, subscribe and follow wherever it is to get your pods. See ya. Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading!